0: Hey, so today, I have a very special guest for you. Are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? What's up, man? Welcome to... This is Michael Podcast, webman's attempt at business, family, and comedy. You know who I am. I'm your humble and gracious host, Michael Agbajan. And look, before we continue, I must introduce our very special guest. Are you ready to know who this person is? My boy, Shri Raj. Let's give it up. Let's give it up to my boy, Shree. Let me tell you about my guy, Shree. One of the most hilarious guys I know, and we started comedy around the same time, 2019, and he's been going hard ever since. You could catch him in Houston, you catch him in Florida, California, maybe, and but you could especially catch him in Dallas. He's hilarious, and if you ever get a chance to come down and see us do anything, you want to make sure you see him, because he's the guy you want to see, and I just want to kind of introduce the things that I love about this guy and kind of share his story and you know, kind of you know, uh, let this be a get to know you moment because he will be back. And when he's back, we don't get to the nitty gritty. So, as I bring to stage my boy, Shri Raj. What's good? What's good? What's good, bro? What's the deal? Man? What's going on? <laughs> What's
1: good, man? 64. Yeah, bro. Episode 64. <laughs> Man, I remember episodes, like, nine and eight, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How long ago was that, though, bro? Uh,
1: I probably started listening to it... I try to catch it whenever you put out, like, a new episode. Yeah. I try to, like, catch it within that week. Otherwise, you're, like, putting out another one.
0: Bro, the the the, the catch-up is super hard. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And it there's is. somebody who, like, DM'd me. And uh, it was actually a woman who listens, and she was like... Um, I'm actually binging it like while I work and I was like, I'm afraid to ask how far behind you are. She's so, like, yeah, I'm like 15 episodes behind and I'm like, listen to every single one. I didn't know people were like back yeah. to back, back to back, stuff like that, you know? No, that's cool though, Yeah, yeah I that's know, cool. it's kinda dope, yeah. I kinda jump around, I'm not yeah. gonna, like,
1: I jump around just cause like, I'm just like, let me just put something on when I'm yeah. driving or yeah. something but I'll always try to make sure to like catch it, Yeah, you know? Like I'm always like, oh, I wonder what's going on cause we don't see each
0: other yeah. all the time. So it's cool seeing you too. Yeah, man, yeah, so. so, all right. The last time we even like connected was right before the pandemic. Yeah. Like literally, you know, like at backdoor. Yeah. And this is backdoor comedy in in Richardson. So can you give, like, there's a lot to catch up on. Like, yeah, for sure. How has a pandemic affected you in like overall? Cause you know what I mean? Like, are you good? Is your fam good? Like, okay. So overall wise, family, everything,
1: we're good. Um, Work wise, everything is cool. Uh I mean, I've definitely put on a few pounds, hundred yeah. percent gained weight, dude. Yeah. That's like the worst thing that's yeah. happened this yeah. pandemic. And it's like me and my wife have like completely forgotten how to cook lunch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. We're like we're like two meal people now. We're like if we get Chipotle, we can eat it for lunch. Yeah, and yeah. It's just yeah. so easy, yeah. right? So uh no, that's pretty much like the worst of it. Luckily, like a lot like we um We've we've done we've done okay work wise. Uh, we just bought a house in Richardson. Oh, congrats! Yeah. Yeah, wow, let's go. Yeah.
0: Okay. House owners, okay? I appreciate
1: it, dude. That was live. That's dude, live. Yeah, and it Dallas market is way too crazy right now.
0: Yeah, I know it's super inflated. Yeah, don't even get started on Austin. But you know, uh, I had a boy who was trying to move to Austin, and the homes he was looking for, he was looking for about a million. I know, and this is like. Last year, you know what I'm saying? It's like last year, and then he said he looked recently, and the homes that are going for one million are now like 2.7, 3.1. Wow, yeah, like they it's changed that dramatically. It, this is going to be
1: California, yeah, it's going to be California. I feel like if you don't get a house in like the next two, three years, good luck, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what me and my wife got together. We were like, let's buy one. Is that why? Is that what made y'all move? Like, like, uh, we we just. It was just that time, you know. We we'd been in Uptown. We did our Uptown thing for about three or four years. This is the thing. I have a house in Frisco that okay. I rented out. I was the suburb guy. Oh, live! And then yeah. I got with my girl, and yeah. she was like, "I'm not trying to be the suburb, <laughs> thing, you know." And, yeah, and I was like, "All right, but like, look at all this land. I mean, yeah. Look at all this. You like, like this house?" And she was like, "Nah, let's go to Uptown." So I was like, "All right, you know what?" I'm, our plan was to always rent that house out. Yeah. Anyway, me and my brother bought that house. Oh. Okay. So we rented it out, mm-hmm. and at that time he was also he was getting married and he was moving with his on, on with his life. So I was like, all right, I gotta I gotta make some moves too. How long ago was this? Like, this was about like five years ago. Okay. So, um, me and Mitha, my wife, we ended up moving to uptown uh, in the Oakland area. Uh, we lived there. We've lived at these apartments for like three, four years now. Mm-hmm. Loved it, but at some point, you know, she's kind of. Like, we're at that point right now we're like, hey, it's time to maybe we'll settle down get a house. You know, she's seeing her family have kids. My brother just had a baby and stuff. So. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, dude. They yeah. Wow. It. So your uncle now. I'm an uncle. I'm the big uncle.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's, hold on. So is this the first. This is like your the first nephew or. the? Yeah. So it's the first. Um
1: niece of like our generation oh, on her side wow. and the first uh
0: nephew of our generation on my my wow. side. Wow. So, How do your parents feel? I bet they feel like finally we're accomplished.
1: Uh yeah, I think um dude, I'm so happy. I'm like, you know what you just did to my to my little brother? I was like, you've taken it off me.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. I
1: was like, you've you've saved my life. Mm-hmm. I owe your family generations. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cuz it's such it's it's like in our cultures, you know, like immigrants and stuff, is mm-hmm, our cultures mm-hmm. like getting getting married, going to college, like you got yeah, you yeah. These to are, do those these things. These are boxes you Here's have to, to check. check. yeah right? You have to check. And some of us, you know, now like our generation, we like, we want to take a little bit longer in some areas here and there, right? So, yeah. and uh, we want to do it when we're ready. yeah You know, like my, my dad was typical, like, he was like, I left to America when I was 25 and I had two kids already, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I don't even remember
0: twenty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't
1: know. Yeah, twenty five is a haze.
0: <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's yeah. All it was. So yeah. it's
1: just it's different for our generation. But we're we're super happy though. Love having the babies and the family, man. It's it's awesome. It's an awesome time. Like
0: you now. know, you know, when people say like, all right, you know, pressure. People that you know put pressure. Do you do you get the outside pressure? Uh, we do.
1: Like, I mean, you get the you get pressure from your family and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, at this point. You
0: know, when you're a little bit older, like I'm in my thirties now, right? So it's easy to kind
1: of be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. But
0: you know, when they say, oh, they want you to have, you know, not even that, like, you know, when they come over here and they're 25, have two kids, they have a whole family, things were different. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I feel like like now more people are getting married in their thirties because people just aren't ready you sure. know, and like, who can you trust at twenty, twenty two, twenty three type thing? You for know what sure, I mean?
1: For sure. And and there's the other like the financial part about it too. Yeah, because I'm
0: always like, dude,
1: Dad, you you bought this house. Yeah, like <laughs> like your first paycheck was the down payment. <laughs> you know? yeah, like,
0: yeah, you yeah.
1: Know I was like, that is not the same that's happening right now. Yeah, like, I I look at my bank account a lot now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's funny because my mom, she, you know, I, there's a moment that you become, I guess, where you financially stable right Mm -hmm. and I think that moment is when you don't check you know like your bank account before you get gas you know yeah because I used to tell mom I was like yeah I'm going to this gas station because you know it's cheaper and then she's like yeah I don't even know the price of gas she didn't even know the price of gas for the last like six years just because she just pumps you don't even see that's nice yeah exactly yeah yeah and that's when I knew okay when I get to that level yeah I'm good you know so
1: I kind of feel like I'm I mean we're gonna fill up no matter what. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that now. You know where yeah. I'm at now. I used to be okay. I got like ten dollars. I can do ten. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I'm, like, I'm gonna do ten, and I can like live off the week off ten. Yeah. You know? But now I'm like I'm putting the I'm getting a full tank. Yeah, I need a full <laughs> it's tank.
0: funny, bro, to think that we used to quarter tank it, half tank, yeah, try to get to the next spot. You're looking up, and this again. I'm talking about like for me, I'm 36, so you're looking at like. Yeah, ten years ago, I'm over here like, okay, this gas station definitely got a better gas price. I could save yeah. six cents per yeah. gallon. So stupid, you know what I mean? Like, such a waste of time. You you I, I played the game. I'm like, I used to do the chum, 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 <laughs> Okay, ninety
1: nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So tell me, like, okay, I met you uh like three years ago. Actually though my my first night Going up, yeah, I yeah. met you that night, you know, um, and it's at, at Backdoor Comedy, and they call it, like, with your home spot, your home comedy yeah, spot, yeah. and, you know, since then, you actually been doing it a little bit earlier than me, you know, so... I started a few weeks, like a month earlier Yeah, than yeah, you, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, 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 and tell me, like, what has your journey been in comedy, also with being married, also with having a job, and the pandemic, tell me, like, I know it's a lot to yeah, fill I'll, in, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I will. I actually think about this story a lot because um, I actually knew someone that was doing comedy in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had texted him and I was like, hey, I'm starting to go out to open mics. Just kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit on like how to run the scene, that sort of thing. Huh, before
0: like, you even get to that, how'd you even think to even go to a comedy? I didn't know to even- Oh, to an open mic? Yeah. I did oh, even I had
1: no idea either. I, I didn't have any I had idea. No, you know, <laughs> I, I, and I say this a lot, if I had known like in college, or something. I know. I was like
0: like I was like 30 when I found out what an open <laughs> mic was. I was like people do this? Yeah, this is something yeah. we can do, right? So, Bro, I had no idea and that's why I'm like how do you know? Cuz I know you probably said I could have done this earlier. Yeah, 100% mm-hmm. all the time. I say it all the time, but
1: um I and, know and I'll follow up with something Yeah, like that. But uh I was always into comedy super young. It's just one of those things like when my dad first moved over here, like his biggest thing was he's like I don't want my kids to suffer like communications wise because that's like a thing for him. He's got an accent, he's always kind of his English isn't that great, so he's yeah. he was, like he made sure. like, when we came over here, like we were we were poor, we were like the poor Indian family, but we had cable, yeah, it was really yeah, weird. yeah. It was really <laughs> weird. Like we'd be like, Yo, we getting dinner tonight? Nah, but we could watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And,
1: and like watching TV so young and so early. Ah. I like, you know, you your voice just changes like your 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 communication gets better and i've always like we'd always like for the longest time i'd always remember like stand up being on on our tv and i got really into it super young um my brother got really into it too like we would listen to comedians all the time uh i just had no idea like how they started Mm -hmm. you know no i had no clue how they started i was just like man I, i wonder if they're like I always was like, oh, you moved to California, and that's, you either do I something. I thought you like,
0: just got chosen to. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and just, you just practice it, yeah. and then you just go on. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a thing. Me either. Yeah, yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. Um,
1: and then I started, and then, you know, college stuff happens. Life kind of happens. Yeah. Uh, was very immigrant family, right? They were like, I was a biology major in college, and I definitely called my parents, and I was like, I'm not gonna be a doctor.
0: <laughs> oh, no,
1: at, at what point in college did you tell him I I go that junior year, because that was the year that we had to take the MCAT and yeah I was yeah. like, I can't take this test. You're I was right? like, oh I'm barely passing i barely passing college math. You think I'm taking that MCAT, dude? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was bad, bro. Yeah. I was like, I was sitting there like I was sitting there on the bench outside my counselor's office. I was like, I'm afraid to be this
0: I know. I am it's
1: free, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? So I was just like, let me figure it out. Yeah, got lucky, I got some internships at some, I got an internship at Merrill Lynch, cold calling, got into sales. Yeah. Now, and then from sales, I transitioned into recruiting. So I'm an IT recruiter during the day. Uh, I work for a company. Um, I work for a company, they give me they're, they give me like these special requirements to find people. Mm-hmm. And all my job is I get on LinkedIn I get on these job boards and I find these people, we get coaching yeah, 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 yeah. and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not I'm my, I'm not coaching, man. I'm very easy. I'm like, yeah. Hey, you apply for the job. So, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Cool, let's, let's see, let's, you know, like mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Right. So mm-hmm. I do that during the day. My wife's an internal auditor. Um, so we're okay. Like internal auditor. She's an accountant, like oh, accountant, okay. she's an internal auditor. Okay. Um, so she does like all the finances stuff. So it works very well in the house. Yeah. I'm, like, the artist.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Artist. Yeah. yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and she's like handling all the money and stuff. Um, but it's, it's cool. Like the, like what her mentality is now, mm-hmm. like with my comedy game and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, frater- I was in college when the fraternity, my friends started getting married. They started asking me to do these best man speeches, and you can't make a best man speech whack.
0: Yeah, I already know. Yeah, you gotta yeah. make it good. So yeah.
1: I nailed like four of them. Mm-hmm. I'm talking tears, laughs. Yeah. I should have won some Emmys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like yeah. an
1: Oscar <laughs> performance. And and after the fourth one, someone came up to me and was like, was like, you do stand up comedy, don't you? And I was like, no. no <laughs> I was like, no, mm-hmm. not at all. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh well, you know, I could totally see you doing that. And and it had always been something you know you
0: want it. Hold on, was that the first time someone has ever kind of no? The, people have said it, but at that moment it would it triggered something because like at
1: that moment I was like, man, I, I wrote something, I prepared this, I practiced this, and now it's over. Yeah, like I did it, I owned it. Yeah, and now it's over, and I was like, man, I want to do this again. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, and um, after my I got married July of uh 2019 yeah right um so we uh july 13 2019 i gotta keep saying that. Remember, yeah yeah just yeah just july gonna in, <laughs> gonna Yeah. i was scared a little bit i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so got married went on our honeymoon came back and i was just like hey do you do you want to like I, i'm trying to figure out like what to do like how do i do this or whatever and i just remember typing in like comedy dallas Like shows, yeah, and then I think Chocolate Secrets open mic popped up, and the, the, you know, there's a there's a club, the the uh, the green the Elephant Room, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Green Room or something. They had they had a open mic. That's when I started seeing this term open mic, and Mm -hmm. I remember looking, googling open mic, like, Uh, like oh yeah, yeah, open mic, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is this is the thing. This is what people do. I was like, so, um, yeah. And then I just started going to open mics. I didn't go up. Yeah. I didn't go up.
0: You I, just kind of like felt the scene. Like yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like
1: figuring out with Mitha, I dragged her to, dude, we went to probably five or six open mics, sat there from 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. I, wow. feel, I feel so bad for this. You put her like, through it? Yeah. I put her through it, yeah. Like the, the fifth or sixth time. She was like, I'm not coming anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, either you're getting up on stage mm-hmm. or I am I just don't want to go. Like Yeah. Just, so, I signed up. Mm-hmm. I signed up. I My biggest thing was like, when you do that, when you watch comedians for like five or six blocks, and you watch these fifth or sixth block comedians, right, and you're mm-hmm. like, "These you guys are talking about some crazy stuff." Yeah, exactly. It's those those late block comedians get, get kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Yo, if these these guys are talking about this, yeah, I think I could get a chuckle." Yeah, you know, I yeah, think I could get yeah. like a chuckle, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's just kind of how it started. And then, you know how it is you you get into the DFW comedy groups, and then you start to go to more and more open mics, and then it just kind of snowballs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So how
0: have, have you seen it? How have you seen it change? Like, did you stop doing it when the pandemic hit last March or did you kind of like go in a little bit here and there? Or was it like, how was that? So last March when the pandemic hit, the crew that I hang out with, the crew that I run with,
1: everybody stopped. Like we were like, yeah, yeah, it's not good. Like when I, when, when touring comedians stopped is like when I think it really kind of stopped, right? Um, and I immediately took to TikTok. I got on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. got on TikTok like crazy. Um, and I just started rolling with TikTok and I was making like three or four videos a day. At that, I didn't, I wasn't like, I didn't know if I could do a Zoom mic. I did a couple Zoom open mics and stuff. Yeah. It was very okay. Yeah. Just wasn't the same feeling. And in my mind, I had switched over to TikTok so fast because in my mind, TikTok became. Like for me, it was like Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah. Like That's the mentality I took yeah. it. I was like, these are sketches, mm-hmm. this could be my Chappelle show, the Shree show, like Saturday Night Live. Like that's how I made my sketches. Yeah. Like that's what I put into it. And uh, I got really into it, dude. I remember doing like these videos and they would take like four hours to do sometimes right and i was like man i cannot believe people do this yeah like, tiktok like people rag on tiktok sometimes mm-hmm. right and people were like oh you're older you're on tiktok and stuff and i'm like well how do you grow your social media now yeah exactly you know like what are you doing to grow your social media facebook no
0: that's i not- know but why do you why do you choose tiktok versus like instagram and all that so i i i wanted to do tiktok because the the tiktok
1: it's really easy to edit on tiktok make a quick video yeah, they make it all it's all make a quick, yeah, in-house clean and, and crisp right mm-hmm. and it also tags your, like, name at the end, right? It's, like, at Remix a lot Like, that's what I'm on Instagram. And I can share it from TikTok to Instagram to Snapchat to yeah. all my other medias. Like, I was okay with that. And I was, like, and people were, like, oh, the Chinese is going to get your information. I was, like, all the Chinese knows is that I dress like a lady sometimes mm-hmm, on TikTok. Mm-hmm, all right. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. Do what you want with that yeah. information,
0: you know? But I have questions about that, too. You know, like, when it comes to, first off, you know, um, Instagram, they said they're not going to push you know um, in TikTok videos TikTok like, videos they about,
1: Reels Yeah yeah, they,
0: our reels. yeah as they said if it has a TikTok badge on it They're not gonna push it yeah, Right yeah. So they had their algorithm set up on that way But then also Okay At least I know this in a black community for sure You know I'm not sure how it works in any community but I'm pretty, pretty sure it's like that with any community really That when a man puts on the wig It gets weird after that You know what I mean Because the laughs, <laughs> are different You know what I mean
1: Ah <laughs> uh, yeah man no, Well see here I didn't care yeah. You got to, yeah, look, I didn't care. My mm-hmm. My dad was there the day that I was like, Mom, I need your. I need like a ninety, You know, I yeah, need like yeah, a nightie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, can you, you get something that can like, you know, hold this. I was. My mm-hmm. dad was like, my dad was super weird about it. I dressed up like that in front of him. I yeah, put the yeah, yeah. And I came out and I was like, you're about to see a ton of videos like this. Because it's Cause, funny. Because yeah. it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. And I'm like, it doesn't make me. Bro, if anything, it makes me more of a man, <laughs> all right? Because I'm comfortable yeah. with my shit. I yeah. know yeah. what I'm about. Yeah, You know? Like, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care at all. I was like, dude, it's for the, it's for the videos. It's for the funny. When you know if it's going to be funny, like, I'm not going to do anything... Like fifty percent, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you yeah. know us. We're gonna go hundred percent, hundred ten percent, yeah, so all gonna, day. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do what it, what I think is gonna be funny. And yeah, those videos went viral, bro. Like, like half <laughs> yeah. of my videos yeah. like went viral. Yeah, right. And I was like, I was like, oh my god,
0: people watching this. Yeah, <laughs> people are
1: actually watching this. You know, but
0: that's why I say that. I think it's like the risk is that because it's so now I won't say easy to get a laugh because you know, like when a woman mocks a man, like yeah. hey. it's funny because. Yeah that's not how men really are and just when a man mocks a woman it's not really a, it's all exaggerated so it's automatically almost funny yeah but when it becomes a popular thing where let's say you're going viral for it a lot of the people who've chosen that path of like just doing like let's say not just doing but they they started at female characters yeah. then they became solidly a, just a female character and then they start to like act feminine you know yeah, what i mean really okay is that what tyler perry does is that I, somewhat similar You know yeah. Like just, There's a few of them Who are specifically For social media Right would, And yeah. you know Like they, So every now and then They'll get on Hey what's up man uh, Trying to like Exaggerate their manhood
1: You know what, <laughs> what <laughs> I mean yeah,
0: And you know And then when they get on Like Girl You know And yeah, it's, it absolutely. gets kind of weird So it's almost like who do they date? Like who do they? Who are they with? And a lot of that has to. It's kind of it gets it muddies the line a little bit, right? And I think that also kind of depends
1: on like the videos you do. Like when I'm, I'm when I'm dressed up, I'm dressed up like my mother. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to be. I'm portraying like an old Indian lady. There are times when I've dressed like an, an Indian chick. Yeah, or whatever. But I've made it so outrageous. Yeah, right. It's not. It, that's the part, right? Yeah. Like I think I have no idea, man. I I feel like I don't I don't have any female mannerisms
0: or anything. No, like I, I don't think so either. I, so, I'm just saying, like. This is no judgment on me. I'm just talking about the fact of like, for example, Dave Chappelle had a little monologue about it, about how he went to go do this, you know, um, movie. And then, you know, they brought in a wig and a, and a dress. He's like, I'm not doing that period. Like he was like, he was staunch like against it. Yeah. And then he was like, the thing about it is that they want to emasculate the man Uh and put, you know, a black man in a wig to make people laugh. And once you do that, you know, it's like, I guess all bets off, you know what I mean? Right. So I guess he took it very seriously. And it's at that moment that I didn't understand. I'm like, what's so huge about wearing it, you know? And I guess I, some people look at it as like a line, you know?
1: Right. And, uh, dude, Chappelle is, we, we know Chappelle's used yeah, yeah. to do it all the time. I also think that, you know, he, no matter how. Uh, how woke you are how like you know progressive you are in some things right there mm-hmm. may be some things that you're just not you draw a line you, exactly that, that's your stance it's a personal right? thing it's a personal yeah thing. yeah for me i was like so in his case i get what he's saying because if for me it was it was me doing that mm-hmm. no one was like yo should we put this on yeah and da- dance You know, like, <laughs> yeah, do yeah, yeah. And i was like nah i mean yeah, I put yeah, it on, yeah. But, but if i could totally see myself like if someone was like hey yo do that I could be like,
0: nah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I would,
1: I'd be like, yo, no, I only do that when I want to do that. Yeah, right. So that's
0: so. Like, let's get a little bit back around your, like, you and your family. So, how many brothers and sisters do you got? I have one younger brother. I yeah. got one younger brother.
1: I've got a lot of cousins, but they're all kind of spread out. Half of half of them are still in India,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, um, all yeah. part of India. So we are we're from the south. We're South Indians. Oh, okay. Right? So like, there's a there's a city in India. Hyderabad and then Chennai are like two major South Indian cities. So my mom's from Hyderabad My dad's from Chennai me and my brother. We were both born in India in Hyderabad.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, so when'd you come here? When did you come to America
1: We came here like So I'm 87 We came here probably like 92. Oh 92, 93 and then we went back Because my mom had like this like I miss my family. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We went Back for a little bit and then my dad was like Nah, come back. <laughs> yeah, and then we went
0: back. So, so did you? How was, like, the, the transition? Because, you know, um, see, I'm first generation. So I was born here. Right. And, you know, one of my friends, actually one that you talk about, Addy, uh, Addy Daddy Seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was born in Nigeria. Came yeah. here when he was six. Uh-huh. You know, and it is a difference of being born here and then being born there and being brought here. Yeah. You know, so I guess, is there a difference for you as far as, like, being Indian or? For sure. There was, vi- there was a lot of moments where it was like, I'm
1: not... American enough for the Americans and I'm not Indian enough mm-hmm. for the Indians kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like this... There is a, a kind of like this identity crisis because you're yeah. this kid that's kind of back and forth and you're trying to mesh both worlds. And it's hard when your parents are immigrants that are trying to hold on to one part of their world so bad, right? Because when we came here to Texas, like when we moved to Texas, my parents were so happy because so many Indians in Texas, they basically moved to like, you know, like it was not very... Plano is very Asian populated. Indian kids, it was yeah. very comfortable yeah. for them, right? But and they still retained. We we did a lot of Indian things in Plano, which is awesome. I love my culture. I love being Hindu. I'm, I identify as Hindu. Mm-hmm. I love being Indian, right? But then there's this whole other side to it that they didn't understand. Like they were like, "What?" Like I would come home and I and, <laughs> and I come home and I put on like BET, for like, like 106 <laughs> yeah, the yeah, like one hundred six park like rap basement, and they'd be like, "What the hell yeah, is this?" Yeah, and I was like, "This this is what I like, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> you know they didn't understand yeah. they were they were so like they, they were okay with me playing the violin but mm-hmm. then when i bought my turntables they were like oh wow they were like you were like they were like what's this and then when i started coming home with money yeah my dad changed this to
0: completely. <laughs> yeah that's, that's how they okay was they all like, are. Oh, okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so so the so as far as like the culture you're kind of going into like you know like what you like so you liked, like like BT type stuff i always there was so it's like urban culture that you're kind of
1: like. I, when I was in school, uh, I used to bring Indian food mm-hmm. to school sometimes. Wow! I used to bring Indian food to school every day because my that was my mom. My yeah. mom was like, like very rarely did we get like sandwiches or you know lunchables or something. Yeah. Like that, right? So I got lunchables. I got yeah. Dude, I was the kid. They'd be like, your backpack smells. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, your backpack smells. Your your backpack's leaking oil. I think. <laughs> You know, I was that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White kids, white, like, just, it, true. Not trying to say anything White people love y'all. But but they were the ones that were like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I know. Everybody else, Asians, black kids, Mexicans, Mm -hmm. didn't even care, dude. Yeah, didn't even care. That was just, like, the tape. It was such, like, a, when I was growing up, like, yeah, we were all friends, like, whatever. But when it came to that, like, one aspect, like, I was like, I, I don't disrespect, baloney yeah yeah you know what yeah I mean? I'm yeah like, but that don't look good to me at mm-hmm. least my stuff looks good yeah you know, like i know it doesn't smell like but i think it smells great yeah right like you <laughs> know baloney don't smell good to me <laughs> you know? like I, mean, I never yeah. said anything about it so i was always kind of like you know what you always say like you sit with your crew at lunch they ended up being you know it was it was like all like the it was like the mexican kids the asian kids the black kids right a couple there was a couple white kids right but mm-hmm. then as we grew older and older it was just like that was that was always something that I gravitated to. And yeah. I also think comedy played a lot of, like, because you watch movies, and what movies am I watching at that time growing up? I'm watching Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I'm watching, like, uh, I'm watching Beverly Hills. Cop. I was
0: about to say
1: Beverly Hills. Yeah, Cop, I'm watching like, bro. Dude, I'm watching, like, all these movies where I'm like, you know, you're you're like, man, this is, it's kind of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. Like, you're like, I kind of identify more on this side yeah. than I do on this side because I didn't have anybody to identify with on TV. It was either Apu mm-hmm. or I don't. How'd that go? Like, you know, when the whole outrage with Apu. The um, voice thing? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. uh, And you probably, I don't know if we've talked about this or Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't do an Indian accent Mm -hmm. in my comedy Mm -hmm. at all. Uh, I've never done it. Uh, I've, I've actually tried it before, but then I get, like, this really weird feeling. What is the feeling? There's, so when I went up, the day that I did my Indian accent joke, two other guys went up. And did Indian one Mexican guy did an Indian accent gas oh. attendant joke, and then and then another and then another guy did an Indian accent like was he
0: Indian the second guy?
1: No, he was a white guy oh, did a okay. uh, call center joke, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, look at these, look at these guys, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but I was like, man, you know what? Everybody's got this. Like people hear this. Like why don't why would I go up one more time? I still did because comedy wise, you're like you have to try it, right? Yeah. Um, but in my mind, I was like, man, they just heard this accent like six minutes in a row and everybody says it's like, it's different with you because you're really Indian. It's your real accent. You're doing your dad, you're doing your mom, you're doing someone that it's actually based off of. Yeah. But I was like, well, I was like, dude, they're doing it someone that they based off of too. They, they're gas station. Attendant, yeah. IT guy. Like it doesn't, it, for me, in my mind, it didn't, it never translated to like, Oh, I should, I should do it because I'm showing a unique part of my life. In my mind, I was like, well, you know what? If my writing is good, the writing is good and the joke is good, they'll laugh at that. They yeah. won't laugh at the accent. So
0: you felt the accent kind of cheapened it.
1: Yeah, kind of. I thought it was, for me, at that moment, and I'm not saying this for anybody, because some people do great sets. They have these great jokes, and they do the accents and yeah. stuff. right? A lot of comics I look up to do the accents and stuff, and I'm not saying anything against them. I just think, for me, personally, it was not, it wasn't something, I was like, you know what, I, not, not for me. I yeah. didn't have to be about that, because there's so many people that are doing that. Right, so. I love I the just,
0: accent, though, you know, like, you know, for anybody who has a culture, you know, to, to support it, you know what I mean? Like Joe Coy. Right. You know, when he does his, like, accent of his mom. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, that, you yeah. know, it's, like, funny. and But see, there's some times where I'm a little bit offended, too. Like, Godfrey, he did one. I think um, he did the one with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, I saw that, dude. I didn't, I,
1: I didn't, like, his is the one... Said that I didn't like. I liked everybody else. Oh, for real?
0: Yeah, I didn't like him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did one part. He's like, hey, call me up, Call me. And then yeah, he did, did that. the spear. And I, was, I mean, not the spear, the the, the... the blow dart. blow dart. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? And he's Nigerian. So even historically, we never did blow darts. That's like a South, like... That's like a Sudanese or something like that. Like, So when the blow darts came, I was like, when did blow darts ever... Like, it literally confused me. And then my wife is like, <laughs> I was like, that has nothing to do with our culture. And mm-hmm. I thought it was like a cheap thing mm-hmm. that he just kind of did the whole, that it's kind of like, you know, someone do it. A, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you to do that would be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, dumb. <laughs> 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 and yeah, we're going
1: to see if we get to episode 65. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? I look at that. I was just like, come on now. So basically, I, I the accent, to me, has to be more purposeful versus, hundred percent. you know what I mean, like, just it, cheap. it. If it
1: accentuates your act and your story to a point that it's crushing, man, do it. No problem. Dude, there are great comics that do it. Russell Peters, the guys that I really like. Those Peters, hilarious, Russell yeah. Peters, Paul Varghese, Rod Sherman. These are the guys, like, these are the main Indian people that I'm seeing in the scene that I follow that... That, you know that helped me out mentor me out these guys you're kind of under the wing a little bit yeah, did you these, meet
0: um him recently though that, that was last year right yeah that was awesome how was that that was insane let's say his name like you met russell peters russell peters i met russell peters
1: uh i got to do i don't know how it happened i got to do a guest spot on his show at the addison improv it was awesome Whew,
0: man i bet that was fire dude it was, russell
1: peters i was that shouldn't have happened man that shouldn't have happened.
0: Were well, you in the right place, right time? How did that happen
1: for you? So I was hanging out with Paul Varghese, another great Dallas comic. You know, one of the, I think one of the best to do it, he, he, he was the guy from Dallas to go up to Comedy Central and stuff, right? So he's, he's in the game, he knows what he's doing. Uh, I feel very fortunate to kind of be like, you know, to like, we hang out and stuff. He helps me like with my jokes and everything. Same thing with Rod Sharma. Guy moved to California, you know, passed at the Laugh Factory on his first set Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. amazing, right. So mm-hmm. like, I'm very fortunate to be like under these guys' like wing. Um, I was hanging out with Paul that weekend, and he was like, "Hey, you want to go say hi to Russell Peters?" And I was like, "Obviously, <laughs> obviously." <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "I was like, yeah." yeah. I was hanging out like cool, and I was like, "I was like, yeah." I mean, like I'll just yeah. hang out in the back. Like I don't even need to be in the room or yeah. anything like that because I didn't want to, you know, because. I was you know like you know how it is i was like holy i was like is this really happening yeah did this i woke up that day like just chilling dude you know Mm -hmm. i didn't know that he was gonna do that very cool paul he he knows russell they've toured together they've done stuff together oh wow yeah which is awesome so um went to as an improv uh we went to the back of the green room and he's chilling in there he's talking uh paul's uh chilling in there they're like they're like bros. there's like it's like us they're yeah, just back yeah, and forth yeah. they're like how's everything going they're like ragging on each other and stuff right that's crazy
0: dude it was so cool it was you did, yeah it's cool it's crazy seeing a guy at that level yeah. having just a regular kick it relationship with they, somebody that you have a really close relationship with yeah, so yeah apparently he's super down to earth Yeah, like he's
1: really cool like that with comics and especially i think like you know them being indian kind of and then being on the road like when they first started out right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that was that's they they've always got got that bond which yeah. is kind of cool to see cuz it was like watching like two old school buddies like just kick it right um so yeah they were just talking and then paul kind of looks because i'm just kind of peeking in i'm yeah. like quiet
0: have you, at this point have you introduced yourself yeah i like, so oh, okay. like,
1: like paul's been like hey this is Shree. you know he's an up and coming he's like an up and coming comic in the scene he's doing some stuff he's a cool guy whatever then mm-hmm. they just start talking right uh so i'm just kind of like sitting there in the back all quiet and then paul looks over and he's like russell can you can you take a picture with Shri? um He's got to tell his wife that he's actually doing something. Yeah, 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 that's live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Russell's like, yeah, he's like, and he, uh, and I'll tell you, this is the weirdest thing. Uh, He grabs the phone out of my hand, right? Like, Mm -hmm. when he comes up to me, he grabs the phone out of my hand, he takes the selfie. Mm. And then he does some stuff. (laughs) He, like, filters it out. I think it's because they control what
0: pictures are. Like, at that level, he has to
1: control everything that kind of comes out of media, because... I mean I didn't stop him
0: Yeah Hold like, on how did he Oh he took it on Instagram or something Yeah like, And no, then he, he out, No
1: he took my phone mm-hmm. He swiped up the camera mm-hmm. He held up the Like this up And I was like I was like whatever yeah. yeah But how did he filter it Like No and then he like When as soon as the picture's done You know how it's like opposite, yeah. All that stuff comes up Oh wow You yeah, just started doing stuff <laughs> <laughs> With your like, phone Like he's like all right, yeah. then, I was like whatever you want to do You yeah. want the phone Yeah take, Keep the phone <laughs> Yeah yeah <laughs> you know, yeah Like that Yeah Right and um uh, I so he, Russell Peters put out a, a Def Jam comedy special that it's it's not on YouTube anymore and mm-hmm. it is the it's the it is the craziest special because it's the one special where he uh, he uses the N word mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. special and he breaks it down into different like how you use it different how you can use it differently mm-hmm. right and at the time I was like. I was like, "What is going on?" Is he oh, real? hold on,
0: hold on. Was he using it derogatorily? No, no, no. He oh, was explaining okay. it in jokes. He was like, yeah.
1: "He was like, you can use it in this many forms," mm-hmm. and he broke it down and he crushed it. Mm-hmm. That audience was like, mm-hmm. and it was a heavy black audience, mm-hmm. and he was he crushed it. He nailed it, and it was it was like, okay, it was cool. It's Russell Peters. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's almost kind of like I think it was like like Dave Chappelle right now. Yeah, he can yeah. Get away with. Yeah, he can say stuff that other people kind of can't say. I told him, I was like, yo, that watching that special, watching an Indian guy do that to and just nailing it and just crushing it, and just, you know, to this community as well, you know, that was, that's crazy. You know, I, 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 w- I could only wish to do something like that. And uh, he was he came up close to me. He like he was like, yo, dude, that's awesome. He like real hugged me and he was like, it's cool. He was like, I was scared as shit doing that set. He was like, I was scared as hell.
0: Why, like, what do you think, like his- Cause he's an Indian
1: guy. I know, I know. Saying them, breaking down the N word in a room full of black it was a deaf jam comedy special so it wasn't a room full of black people and he was like dude if they he was like if they weren't about it they would have let me know that they weren't yeah about yeah
0: it. but see it's like when you okay for example louis ck yeah had a set where he was using it yeah. too and it was he used in a smart way where it didn't like implicate oh. him in a way or he oh, just and louis do the hard r <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, a lot of black people saw it as funny. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where, you know, like other people usually get offended on other people's behalf. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say that about black people. Was like, but black people like we love to laugh. Yeah. So basically, you know, I, I haven't seen that set yet, which I would love to see. Yeah. and um, yeah, so that something like that inspired you the risk that he was taking. Yeah, no, it was it was it was just like and to see and at that point, you know, there were no
1: other Indian comics in the scene that were really at that level doing what he was doing so it was just cool to see and then for him to like acknowledge that he was like yo he was scared and then in my mind I was like oh this guy gets
0: this guy gets nervous before sets and stuff yeah. too it's
1: kind of it's like one of those things that kind of like it like always brings you you guys always brings you to the same place yeah plane. yeah humbles you yeah. it
0: humbles them a little bit or what
1: is it I think happen? it just kind of puts us on the same level like hey yeah. you know like he gets nervous before shows too he wants it to go well he He's afraid of what you know. If he's going to say anything wrong to mess something up, yeah. Right? Obviously, it's not at the level of that because I I'm stage fright anxiety. It's like you still have it like really oh, bad. Well, not really bad, but to now is I can like shove it down, mm-hmm. right? But you still get you still get everything. Yeah, it, yeah, it still so, hurts,
0: you know, because um, you know when your time is about to come up, yeah, and you're just thinking, all right, because you're feeling the crowd out. You've seen like what the moves are, yeah, and then you know when they tap you or when it's about then it's like, okay, you know what I mean? So, but once you, once you start talking, when does it go away for you? Like, oh, I think for me, and this is been recent, I've been
1: doing a lot of MC and stuff and being, getting up there and doing the MC stuff, as soon as they call your name out and you get up there and then you say like, your first quick joke and you get that laugh, boom, you're in. That's yeah, it. yeah. And you're like, okay, I, I know this. I can mm. flow right through this. I've done this. It's muscle memory. Yeah. At that point, right? So it's almost like an out-of-body experience sometimes. Yeah. You're just kind of watching yourself do yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's at that point. But I, I still, I think it's cool that you still kind of get nervous and stuff because you're working new stuff out. Mm-hmm. You're always like, at the level that we're at, we're always writing. Mm-hmm. We're always working new stuff out. We're Constantly, yeah. I don't ever want to lose this feeling of getting nervous and being excited. You know? Yeah, related. so it makes
0: you it makes you feel alive whenever you feel. Yeah, that. for sure. So do you still? Are you taking more risks, or is it that you've always been a risky type guy when it comes to your comedy? I don't know if I'm taking any risks right now.
1: My jokes are yeah. like, you know, it's like I'm sitting there trying to think about my jokes, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm not the I'm not the the most risky. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the most I'm not the most risky guy, but um I think because. You know when you like write a joke and you're like excited to do yeah. the joke, yeah. right? You've done it at open mics and it's gotten the last and stuff, and then you're gonna do it on a show. You're like, dude, I'm so excited to mm-hmm. do this joke. I think, I think that's what it is more now. I think my writing has gotten better because I've, uh, I've taken, you know, I've taken a couple classes. Uh, Dean Lewis's comedy class. You guys are interested. So. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. How's that? I, yeah, I think it's a great class, dude. He mm-hmm. just, he just, dude. You can't teach funny, mm-hmm. but you can teach fundamentals. Yeah. Right. Like that's his whole thing. Like that's a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Copyrighted, Dean. Can't say that. Word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. you, he just te- he's like, hey, this is what a callback is. Yeah, right. This is what you know, like the rule of three, like these things that you wouldn't necessarily know if you weren't in the industry or the game itself for a long time. Kind of, fi- but you may figure it out eventually. But this just kind of gives you a little bit, like, hey, this is this is how writers write. This is how professional writers write. Like this is this is what they do. This is how they work. Clubs. This is how they act in front of club managers and yeah. you
0: know, things like that. I think you know what I always think maybe the confusion a lot with like when it comes to people going to classes or getting coaches or mentors is that some people have some kind of I don't know if you call it false pride on learning it the hard way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have learned what let's say a callback, you could learn that, you know, literally a year in to your comedy career or you could have someone kind of t- you know teach you the fundamentals on it, so you yeah. could understand it before, so you could already start applying it. So I feel like there is a lot of value in like getting a coach or a mentor, or somebody kind of showing you the ropes of what is to come and what the game is, because it just kind of makes your learning process a little bit faster, right? Yeah, he's he's really respected here in the Dallas, especially with other Dallas
1: comedians. Even the Addison Improv Manager, they have you know they do this little ad together on Facebook or whatever. But he's like, hey, you know, this is if you wanna learn how to get better at writing and work in the, the, the clubs and stuff, take the class. Yeah, It's not bad, take the class. You know, we, when you're learning something anyway, like why wouldn't you want to, like when, you, when you're doing something and you wanna get better at it, like why yeah. don't you wanna like learn from people that have been in the game and have done it, you know, more so than you have and have seen stuff that you probably never have, have written stuff that may not be, you know, that is like an above level that yeah. you're writing. Cause when you, when you see that, you aim for it, right? You start to like you're like, man, I'm my writing is here. I want it to be up here. Yeah.
0: So that's. Just- well, you know, um, I don't know if this is even important, to even say, but you know, Seinfeld frowns upon it. The classes. Yeah, he thinks he went to a class to teach to help teach a class, and he was telling everybody in there, he's like, everyone in this class, you're not gonna go anywhere in comedy, and right. they're like, what? You know what I mean? He's like, why are you even here, learning? Yeah. When you could be applying, go doing things like. I would never, he said, like, I would never take a class. And he was just like, so against it. Yeah, 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 your thoughts. No, I,
1: I, okay, here, one, okay. So Seinfeld, love him, Yeah, love Seinfeld. I, I watched Seinfeld every day in college on my laptop. You know, I'm talking about like, I used to get high and watch Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. All right, like that was just, cause I was poor and I had downloaded all the episodes. That was my, <laughs> yeah. that was all I could watch in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the, lo- I read all about him, everything about him. I respect him a lot right one of the things that i noticed in if you watched coffee with yeah, 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 yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's f- the first couple of seasons when he's on that show a lot of the, a lot of the times he would he would talk to a comedian he'd be like do you think these new comedians get it
0: mm-hmm.
1: or they're not like us mm-hmm. do you think these new comedians get it they're not like us they don't do the same stuff as we do and i heard that for like and i that that stood out to me it was like glaring to me and i was like man you know what he's He's also, he's one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. He's one of the greatest. I think he comes from a time when you when you throw yourself into the fire kind of thing, right? Seinfeld was what? He was constructed. He was, like, breaking down walls and doing comedy late night. You know, like, that's him. That was that era.
0: So, that you was- know, so when you said that, he was, like, you know, the... You see these new comics, you're saying like, it was almost a feeling like, like him being elitist in a way?
1: Yeah, so like, I would say that he was definitely, no, he was mm-hmm. definitely
0: pushing that. I mm-hmm. 100% say
1: that, dude, he's great, I love him, but whatever, but those episodes, he was, it seemed like he was like, hey, newer comments don't get it. Yeah. They just don't know what to do, mm-hmm. they're not like us, like, do they Do they kind of get it? And it was cool to see like, like he did that with same thing with Jay Leno, and Jay Leno was like, very defensive like he came to the defense and he was like it's a new age yeah people do stuff differently now yeah people do stuff differently people can people can do the they can be a graphic designer during the day and then they go do comedy at night and they're doing specials you know they're putting out specials and stuff so he was it's cool to see like other people from that era also defending younger generations but he's i you know in any youtube video you watch with jerry seinfeld he's very the, it's a very old school type thinking. It's old school mentality. It's like, yo, you hit the road, you get, you hit every club that you can, yeah. right? Constantly. You don't, yeah, I guess you don't take a class. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't take a class because learning, you know, learning by experience is way better than someone telling you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I was like, I was like, Hey man, you know what? No one tells you, no one tells you like, Oh, you, you gotta stick to the stick to stick to the clubs yeah hang out at the clubs like help out you know like um when you're when you're at the end of the set if you ever have a set at the improv right Mm -hmm. tip everybody like break down to 20 tip all the servers right because there's going to be weekends when like the manager of the club is like hey who do you guys want as like a featured guest and they're like you know what michael tipped us like he was yeah yeah tipped us all the time just bring him back Mm -hmm. you know just things like Mm -hmm. that you know no one's no one told me that before. Yeah, I took the class and I was like, oh, this is a, there's a whole other game. Comedy, yeah. comedy is a business. Mm-hmm. Comedy is a business. Comedy is not about laughs. Comedy is about how many people you fill in your seats. Boom, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Yeah, and you got to do the business part. And and my Raj Sharma, mm-hmm. my, another like mentor of mine, dude, he he's he's brought me on a couple shows on the road and stuff, and he's told me he's like, Shree, you do the show part of show business. You don't do the business part at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you said that in front of my wife's man. Meet the, and she's the internal accountant auditor. She, mm-hmm. got, she got, all of a sudden, it was like, you need to make a website. We need mm-hmm. to get you cards. We need to, like, he, she was like, we need to start figuring out merchandise. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm only two years in. Yeah. Two years in, kind of getting to the two years. And I was like, there's nothing to stick with merchandise. And she was like, that doesn't matter. Like, it's helped spreading your name, Boom. Like, building yeah. a following and stuff. And it's, it's something that, you know, you got to, kind of got to get into that yeah. i'm the worst part about that stuff yeah i'm the worst part that's the worst part that i don't do but it's nice to have someone you know like being married to someone that's like very supportive yeah of your career and
0: is also like, she's always been super supportive i, yeah, I yeah. must say that like i see her a lot when she shows up and like she's right there like always for you so how did that work as far as like having that level of support having because most people don't get that type of support, let alone are even married, you know what I mean? So has she been really helpful or instrumental in your success and your growth? And tell me about that. 100%, Mm -hmm. you know how
1: it is when she is a com, like a comedian's wife. Now, you know, when she's out there, she's like, are you gonna go socialize with people, take your business card? She's I'll record your set, I'll take pictures of you. She's always, she kind of handles that part. Yeah. I, I would love for this to become like such a real thing where I'm like, you're the you're the manager. You're like the road, like you're gonna be the manager, I'm gonna be the dude, we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to transition into that. And eventually I wanted to. Like that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the plan. Um, but she's she was um, she's the one that told me to go to these open links. So like, oh you, yeah she was like hey you're really into it you think about it you talk about it we've been watching comedy for like four days in a row like i'd like to change the channel <laughs> like, yeah go, yeah like why don't you go to an open mic or whatever so she's always kind of pushed me to it and it's cool because there are days when i'm like i don't want to do this and she's like well man you've got like a vision board. like you know you've got your vision you've got your goals she's always kind of like she's always like kind of pushing me that way um, marriage wise it's definitely something that you've got to uh, be able to work out right yeah. I have days that I don't do comedy and it's all about her yeah you get me yeah you have to yeah. you have to right <laughs> husbands boy, you have to <laughs> husbands boys so you've got to yeah. right like that's what I'm saying it's just one of those things where it's like you have to do that right so
0: um, like disconnect I, to connect, you yeah. Know disconnect I mean? to
1: connect, and and even doing those, I'm so bad, dude. I'm always like, hey, what does, you want to hear this new joke? Yeah. She's like, dude, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, but uh, no, so so yeah, you have to have the days where you mm. don't do comedy, and then also we we got really lucky because um, we worked together at our first jobs, right? So we were driving, oh, okay, we, yeah. we were driving with each other and everything. So we, I spent the day with her, and how'd y'all meet? Actually, like, let's. Oh, see. we met way back. I'm, I'm I'm I married my high school prom date.
0: What?
1: Yeah, it was a high school prom day, dude.
0: Wow. We were, like, really
1: good friends back then. I had a major crush on her. And she knew it. I followed her around like a puppy dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, we went to prom, and I think I told her, like, it was back then on, like, I think I told her I liked her on AIM. Yeah. You know? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the night that I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I am like, yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like, hey. I was like, yeah. tell me cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was like, nah, I, you know. She was like, I'm talking to some guy in Atlanta and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so,
0: cool.
1: Yeah, That's, that's cool. Whatever. That yeah. Putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we, uh, we went to UTA together for one year. I met some of my best friends. My, one of my really good friends, his name is Ravi Godwani. Uh, he ended up going to AM. I transferred out to UTSA, meet the state at UTA. We all still became, we all still remained really good friends. Ravi was, Ravi is like, uh, i was a best man at his wedding he was the best man at my wedding kind of thing like one of my best men yeah but, um he uh he got married he got married like six years ago and it was a huge wedding i'm talking about royal indian wedding dude you- bro i
0: heard the most expensive weddings on earth have been a lot of them in indian weddings yeah We're like we party <laughs> yeah we do it big I, just, I think the most expensive one on Earth is like a hundred million dollar one and a seventy six million. It's probably one. like
1: the Mittal or Ambani's, like the billionaire Indian yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, that's <sighs> that's that's cr- like that's like that's like crazy, bro. Yeah, it's not. It's they're doing stuff that's not even real. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. when you're like at that level. Like I heard, like I heard, like their like one of their uh, showers in like that huge mansion. He doesn't like like in one of the showers. He was like, I want the water to come up. Instead of down, and then they have a drain on it. Th- I was like, What kind of you know, whack ass inception <laughs> yeah, shower? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, bro, that's kind of yeah, I don't know, that was weird, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I was like, That's not that's and the shower, yeah, on an airplane, they wanted that on an airplane, and I was like, Oh, on an airplane, yeah, too. yeah, wow, that's yeah, crazy.
0: I've never been to Indian wedding, dude. It, oh, you never been? I've never been, but I always see because you know, they they can Indian weddings to like. Nigerian weddings yeah uh, because you know it's like a it's just like your moment to like show everyone like we're doing well we're doing this and there's a lot of like traditional then you have the white wedding Mm -hmm. so you know they make it kind of similar in the sense that they go all out but as far as how like because there's a Nigerian billionaire woman she spent I think like 10 million dollars on her son's wedding had fresh flowers flown out yeah, stuff like that. So I it's like it's crazy, but I've never been. I always hear so much about Indian weddings, dude. I, yeah, I was trying to get into the Indian wedding game. I was I was DJing for like when I
1: first started DJing, I was DJing in sweet sixteens, Indian sweet sixteens, yeah. and Indian weddings. Like oh, that's what I was. DJing. Yeah, and you could be an Indian wedding DJ and be booked all year, be booked all year. Some of these Indian DJs make money, bro. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, because I had an Indian wedding, too. Yeah. I had, I had my Indian wedding in Cancun. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not, not my... It was it your choice? I mean, it was... It was my choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was... Yeah, yeah. I loved it, you know? It was, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I made that choice, actually.
0: I <laughs> say I wanted to do Cancun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so... It,
1: did you have all your parents? Uh, yeah, so we were very... Lit. We got my... my People that I, I never thought I would see at my wedding from India were there. It was so awesome. Wow. I, loved, I loved it. Uh, it, was an, it was an amazing time. It was, a, it was an absolutely amazing time. Um, but, yeah, man, we, uh, so my, my boy, Ravi, again, very, like, he, his dad is kind of very well known throughout Dallas, businessman, prominent businessman. Uh, I don't know if you, if you, if you've ever passed 635 and 75. Yeah. There's a poster with an Indian man named Jack Godwani who's selling the building. Right
0: there. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Is it the the one that says something law, rad law on it too? No. But it's in the oh, area. It's in that area. So yeah. it's six thirty five seventy
1: five. Watch out for that poster, dude. Very, very cool family, very well known. So obviously they're gonna do it big. Yeah. Right? It's when they say they typically say weddings are for everybody else, mm-hmm. Indians make sure it's they're like taking care of everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah, same thing yeah. With, I think it's just just other countries' weddings are like yeah. that. It's just mm-hmm. a celebration. Yeah, like exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like an
0: Americanized version of your yeah. you know what I mean? So they look at it as a Maybe like a nod to the west, like mm-hmm. we could do it too, yeah you know what I mean
1: we all and, and it's also one of those things where when my like when, when my cousin got married his my my uncle's a businessman, he invited all his business partners, you know, like to the wedding and stuff like that's how they do it right yeah. like, so it was this kind of same kind of thing, and they had an elephant, we did an elephant, he walked out on the elephant like around the hotel that we were at in Houston. it was such a fun time, it was such a big wedding, yeah and um Biha was there. And we just kind of like, I hadn't seen her in forever and we just kind of clicked. Like we came back to that wedding and I was the best, and you know when you're like the best man at the Mm -hmm. wedding, you know, like the groom was cool. Yeah. But but the next coolest guy (laughs) at the wedding is the best man. Yeah. I was the best man. I was like, I was the guy that was like, Taking shots, I was like giving people shots. I was getting people drinks. I was like getting people food. I was taking care of like the groom. I was helping out with the groom over here. I was like, talking these yeah, I yeah, was doing my thing, bro. And I nailed my, I nailed my speech. Right? Yeah. I was laughing, so I was like, I was like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, now, yeah. Right now. yeah, I yeah. love this. Um, I got, I got so messed up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I got, yeah, I yeah. Got so messed up, and Mita ended up taking care of me that night. And she,
0: how did she know to? We, we, all of y'all, y'all had a relationship like yeah, a yeah. friendship. Yeah.
1: So we were hanging out that entire weekend. Like I was doing all this, mm-hmm. and then I ended up like out of all the girls that I was talking like, yeah, yeah. playing the field. The yeah. But I ended up going back to Meetha a lot because mm-hmm. we were just having a good time with joking, joking, joking. And then she ended up taking care of me that night. And I remember I was like, dude, I I tell I tell the story where I was like, I'm like I was like James Bond mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. Like we've been doing this thing. Like let me ask you on like a date. Official, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? And she was like. You were not like James Bond. <laughs> you were so messed up that one of your eyes was closed. <laughs> <laughs> like one of my eyes was closed, I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah. But she, she was like, but if you ask me again in the morning, I'll, you know, I'll let you know. So I remembered. Mm-hmm. She didn't think I was going to remember. I think. Yeah. Right. But I remembered. I asked her, and then we just went out, started going out from there. So. Wow,
0: that's amazing, bro. And I guess it just started going up from there as far as yeah. We just we dated. She moved in. We. She moved into my frisco like we were doing some stuff at the frisco
1: house and then we moved into officially together in our own apartment uh got married you know just bought a house so we're doing you know we're doing our thing it's cool to see like you know you you always want everything in your every all parts of your life to progress too yeah right like i that that was a big thing for me because i was like she's supporting me with comedy and we're progressing in ways you know we're we're moving in a good direction I've got to support her and all these other decisions. Like we got to get the house, right? We have got to do, yeah. you know, like kids. Kids are probably next, you know, yeah. like that sort of thing. So taking all, lead,
0: I like that, bro. I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it. You got to, you got to do what you got to do, man. So what's next for you? Like, what do you see going forward? Now that things are a little bit normal now in Texas, I wouldn't say normal, but things are open back up 100. What do you? What's next for you? What do you see in your future? I I just want to keep doing more shows, man. Honestly, like
1: uh, when everything opened back up, I was. Like, people were, like, kind of skeptical, and everything was at half capacity, and I was just, like, I was at my wit's end, man. I, would, I was kind of done with TikTok. I was kind of burnt out, honestly. Oh, tell me more about that. I was just, I was making four or five videos a day, and I was getting, I got, like, to 10,000 followers, and that was my goal. It was, like, 10,000. And then when I got to 10,000, I was, like... Nothing changed? Nothing, it wasn't that nothing changed. It was, It was right at the moment when half capacity opened back up, and I was, like, I'm gonna make a decision right now to either really do this or that and i just wanted to get back into comedy now in my now now here's my thing i took a break from tiktok i'm getting right back on it yeah i'm gonna get right back on it i've been writing sketches and ideas we've got a new camera we kind of got like a new setup because i'm gonna start doing stuff at my new house now but even better yeah because i'm like you got room yeah yeah because now i'm sitting here like you're stupid You're yeah. stopping You're mm-hmm. really dumb for stopping I get it I took my break or whatever And I've heard nah, I'm getting The same speech from my wife mm-hmm. Right She was like You gotta keep it up Cause that's your That's your social media thing And it it's a, "and it works And sketches Work a different part Of your brain Comedy wise You yeah. know Like it's It's a kind of A little different Writing style
0: It's like So I was like I gotta get right back on it So um, But yeah I never I mean I was, I was it Is it is it Difficult doing both As far as like Writing stand up <laughs> And Doing TikTok and having a job, and you know. uh, I wouldn't. I think
1: if you're if you're constantly writing, if you're in that mindset, like people know, like when you're in a creative mindset, like you look at something, you you think immediately think of an idea. Like that's how it is for me, right? Like I, it, it, and when it was TikTok, everything was sketch ideas. Yeah. When it was comedy, everything was bits. Yeah. Everything was bits, and now for me, I'm like now I'm like, hey, this is a bit. And this I can make into a sketch, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'll write and sometimes I'll switch it up too. I'll be like, I wrote this as a sketch, but I'm going to try it out on stage. Like if I reword it, maybe I can try it out on stage. And then as a and then here's a bit that I'm acting out. I'm like, "Eh, maybe I should turn that into a sketch, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. it kind of works both ways. Um, But I think you just it's just something you work at. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I relate to that. Pretty deeply because I feel like my mind is split up in threes. That's why I, I even did this whole podcast, which is like business, family, comedy. Because when I'm in business mode, I can't even think comedy, not mm-hmm. even a little bit. Like it's just strictly on like business. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking comedy. I can't even think business at all. And it's almost like your brain switches from one section to another. Yeah. And I have to even cut it off even when I'm with family, like being present with my family. Yeah. And those are the things where my mind constantly like switches, and I can't. You can't like do both. You know what I mean? Like right. where I'm trying to do business and like watch the boys mm-hmm. or trying to do, like, do think of, like, handle something in business while also writing right. comedy. You know, like it's literally impossible for me. So I know it's like a literally like a separate part of my brain that you have to switch to and switch on and off, you know? Right. And it, it you, and I think you see that with comedians. Some
1: comedians are just always on. Like yeah. the guys that are like above us, like on the road, like featuring and stuff, Yeah. always on. When you're talking to them, you're like, am I talking to? Are we having a normal conversation? Yeah. Are you working out a bit? You're yeah, right, yeah, exactly, know, exactly. You know, like, so there's depth. And I've gotten it too sometimes. Like, I'll be working a bit out on a date with my wife, Mita, and she'll be like, dude.
0: She could tell. Yeah. She'd
1: be, like, <laughs> be like, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. she are be like, do this stuff on your open like, Yeah, Not yeah. here at dinner. <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day. There you know, Like, stuff like it's that. It's
0: a little annoying, though, when some people, this is my personal opinion. I feel like there's a such thing as just being funny, right? Right. Whereas some people... Who are constantly trying to be funny? Yeah, and it's annoying because you can't even have a normal conversation. Not even like personally. I'm talking about in any context of where they're having conversations. They're constantly trying to hit the joke. You right. know what I mean? Versus just say, just talk how they talk, and it happens to be funny. I feel like that's a difference in, I would say strategy. I just feel like it's just different. I, it's annoying when I see it's, people trying all the time. There's a, there's a social awareness to things like a tact yeah. kind of thing. Cause yeah. you're like,
1: because at some point. You know when you're the guy that you're like, yo, I'm I'm too much. Yeah. Or you should know. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. should know. Cause some people, I think, power through that feeling. <laughs> and you're <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, look at the balls on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like The audacity. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, but no, I think if you're like socially aware, you kind of know, right? And then you you you're right, you're right. It's one of those things where I think the greats, like the big timers, like they everything melts together. Everything kind of melts yeah, together. But yeah. at that time, but also and at that level, comedy is business. Comedy yeah. is all aspects. And then when comedy becomes business, then you have more time to concentrate on family life, like when you're doing family life, because then you're like, hey, my comedy is my business. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. That sort of thing. And then you bring, you're always going to bring this part of your life to this life. Everything's connected with comedy, right? You're, yeah. You're talking about work. You're talking about, you know, like this Yeah, you're
0: inspired. Everything inspires the exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're at that yeah. level,
1: I think it, it, I don't think it gets easier.
0: I think it just, you're just the, like your mind transitions into that, through that flow. So when you say you're going to start getting into like more shows and all that, um, are you being chosen or are you actually like, you know, networking? Like what is your... I've tried to network as much as possible.
1: Uh, when I say I want to get on more shows, I mean, I want to get on more, short, more shows. Mm-hmm. I, don't <laughs> I don't know if the club... Like, you know... I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah But I've... So I've, I I've, uh, backdoor... She's been... Linda Stogner, who runs Backdoor with Jan, she's been putting me up consistently on the weekends. I emceed. I've been emceeing for, like, the last, like, few weeks, which is cool. would like to do it on an actual show day, like, the Thursday... Or the Friday, Saturday. So I want to just keep getting better there. Uh, eventually... The goal is to, I want to try to get rostered at Hyenas, right? You want oh, to yeah, yeah. be on the Hyenas roster. You want to be on the, if the improv does work in rosters, right? Or something like where they, you know, they, they started, they've they done those like uh, this comedian and friend shows. Yeah. You know, you want to try to be on like those comedian and friend shows. I've done those a couple times. So just try to keep it consistent with, with going out there. Uh, I want to perform outside of Texas goal-wise. Like I'd like to do a show outside of Texas, which is cool. Um, That would be like a really cool thing. Yeah. Just be like. You know or and if you were really booked for it too right like mm-hmm. if you were booked for it that would be cool i think that would be like maybe like w- one show this year outside of texas is a goal
0: right wow well this bro has been a great conversation <laughs> like for real yeah. like i really enjoyed it look i measure the success of a conversation by how much i like laugh and smile because this i enjoyed this one <laughs> this is amazing yeah. and do you have any final messages for the people anything you want to say
1: uh, nothing really, man. Thank you guys for supporting, you know, Michael. This podcast is awesome. Episode 64. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Shree Mixalot. Uh, yeah, we'll put it in the description. Yeah, dude, that's it, man. Uh, uh, that's it. That's all I can say.
0: Appreciate it. Well, thank y'all for joining us. We enjoyed it. We love y'all. Uh, peace out. Mm. And we love y'all. Y'all stay safe and be merry. Mm. Peace out.